It's been almost two months since a primordial stone titan rose above the Taldore city of Kaimal. Local forces were marshaled against it, but it was a group of adventurers who came to be known as the Titan Slayers who destroyed the creature's heart and brought its rampage to an end. Since then, those adventurers have traveled across continents seeking information about the enigmatic powers now stirring alongside these ancient creatures. Rise of the Ancients is a D&D 5th edition actual play campaign set in Exandria, the world of Matthew Mercer's critical role and incorporating material from Arcana of the Ancients, a science fantasy resource book by Monty Cook Games. Our intro music is by Jasmine Rosa. If you need your own theme music, you can reach her at coffeexedge at gmail.com. This episode has been sponsored by Roll20. If you need a virtual tabletop in this time of social distancing, go to roll20.net to sign up for a free account and get playing. All right. So you've entered this hidden, nearly fossilized city with uh, a light coming up from below, from magma pools, uh, the occasional sort of like river of magma dropping down one of the, uh, the cavern walls multi-levels of this city, bridges and stairways and fallen rubble. Um, no movement other than the uh, hot liquid magma rocks. What do you do? Kill. Kill. Just looking out over this view, the Kaiser's going to say, uh, well, it seems we're finally getting somewhere civilized. Perhaps this was worth the trip after all. Um, would you all mind if I took ten minutes to just try and see if maybe now they're on the other side of the door, I can find them? Mm-hmm. Great plan. Is there some Alright, so you settle in for your ten minutes with your crystal ball. There is no connection made. You, like, as I'm doing it, like that crystal ball thing that you roll it all up and down your arm. Contact arms. juggle. Yeah. You bet well. I do it. Um. That didn't. It didn't work. Okay, so it's still possible that they're not on this plane. Perhaps we've encountered portals to the plane of fire before, and this has a really strong fire vibe. Uh, so it's possible that they were taken. Um. Can, can I see, see if there's... What? See the footprints. Are the footprints? That's what I was going to see if I could see! On the ground! Well, I was trancing with contact juggling. I apologize. Straight roll. Not with disadvantage now. Delightful news. A dirtiest 20. You needed a 20! You do see movement, uh, not movement, sorry. You do see <gasps> evidence of people having moved. You estimate probably around four to five people uh, moving through the caverns, uh, down the stairs, and uh, sort of into one of the uh, larger complexes uh, across the way. I got their trail. They came through here. Just follow the ghost horse. We have the work. Uh, 
to the land where the sun dies. The city is, you know, beautiful in its way. Its architecture is very old, um, very classical, the sort of thing that you would see in ruins, not so much in uh, ancient cities. If anybody had ever traveled to Vasselheim, it might remind you of that. This is definitely something from the Age of Arcanum, the time before the Divine Gate. Yes, Jen. I was going to ask Roll history. I think you told us everything I'd probably know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to uh, see, just because the idea was raised earlier, with my knowledge of the elemental planes and primordial, do I see any sort of symbology or language indicate any sort of uh, elemental plane connection? Uh, you could make an arcana check and see. All right. That is uh, not great. Only a 13. Nothing immediately apparent. There are definitely, like, statues and um, and designs around here that probably could give you more information, but it would be like a research project sort of thing. Nothing is immediately apparent. You'd need to be an archaeologist to, like, spend some time here. This does belong in the museum. Um, uh, just a quick question before we go any further, because uh, I know we just met you guys five minutes ago. Um, what the fuck are you capable of? Are you like right. spell casters, blade slingers? What are you? Well, I'm. Uh, I'm very pleased you asked. You see. I come from a very prestigious uh, line of noble genies, and I'm going to snap my finger, and then there's kind of like a poof, uh, kind of like classic sort of uh, uh, sort of Aladdin genie style kind of poof of smoke, and then I cast a silent image of a very uh, grand djinn, uh, an air genie kind of towering over, and uh, say... Um, He's my lineage, and he's uh, blessed we, me with uh, many of the same gifts. And then I uh, kind of conjure an Eldritch Blast, which for Dekaize are like clouds that he summons into his hands as it's sort of the storm kind of roils around his hand, and he just fires out a blast of concentrated uh, cloud at a rock, and he kind of leaves a little uh, imprint there. And then, uh, last, I will cast uh, Mask of Many Faces at will and take the uh, exact form of Norestos and say, I trust that is uh, impressive enough to uh, spend some time with you. No. Uh, shirtless Wonder. Um, I point to myself, like, confused. That's you, yep. Captain Model. Magazine boy. Um, Valentino. Um, Valentino Malocchio. Um, I say, uh, how you say, um, I have been cursed uh, with holy power. Um, I, um, I, I have, um, uh, some spells, uh, a rapier, um, I also have these, and then I just flash my fangs at you. Um, Play fangs, not fangs. 
Yeah, fangs, yeah. Um, and uh, I just say, um, I just kind of shrug and I say, um, um, I don't want to be here, but I have, I have to be here um, because of the visions. And uh, um, I am a destroyer of, of evil, if, uh, um, you know, and I just kind of shrug. Just put him somewhere at the front and uh, he'll create all kinds of bloodshed and destruction. Cool. Um, Got a lot out of that, kinda. And yourselves? Oh, we don't have to tell you that. You didn't have to tell us anything. That was a weird... You gave, like, a lot of information there. Uh, really, like, unbidden. Like, I asked one question, and it was the whole spiel from both of you. It was crazy. So, onward we go! There's a tunnel. I just, I just shrug and I kind of laugh and I say, um, um, the Kaisei, he talks too much. And then I just keep walking. Everywhere I go, it's important that people understand the man who will be their king someday. And with that, I just waltz off and don't try to address that any further. <laughs> Is there a heart? A hand to hold on to? Because everywhere you look... Wow. I just really want to watch Full House now. That made me want to watch Full House also. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you head forward into the city, following these tracks that Norestos has outlined. Um, you head towards one of the larger buildings. Um, there's sort of a grand entranceway, and then like the doors are rotten away and there's a couple of hallways and eventually you come to um like really really old dusty marble flooring like grimy and old and flanked on either side of this hallway are these eight foot tall statues of a gnomish man uh, sort of in various poses of of study or arcanic or like arcane power and the uh, the figure is always depicted with the same uh, set of like spectacles or goggles of um uh, over the eyes, and then one in the center of the forehead, in sort of like a triangle. Yes, I Jeff? I swear to fucking god, if these are statues of Elden, I'm gonna lose my goddamn shit. It does not look like Elden. It definitely looks like... <laughs> it looks like a depiction of, you know, a of a god, of a, uh, a gnome that is not uh, a regular gnome. This is a an, an, an ideal. Did you say it's an irregular gnome? Irregular, irregular gnome? gnome? Irregular gnome? A regular gnome? A regular gnome? A regular gnome from <laughs> Campaign 2 of Critical Role. Mm. Way back in 2018. Jeez. Uh, but because the floor is dusty, is it clear to see the footprints go this way? 
No, it's um, it's like that grime that's really dug into it. That's just tarnished the the luster of everything. She's a thick grime. I don't like that. Yeah, she's a thick. You, um, if you're looking, it's pretty obvious that there are some like really deep gouges of like some large creature that apparently moved through here and outwards, like scything through the grime. Uh, and apparently, Shell runs forward through the hallway towards the large door at the end. Seems like a Corey thing to do. Corey? Yes, yes, yes. I like that his oh, okay. face has been an orb for yeah, most you, of the you are call. Your face is orbed. I'm very face orb-y. is now a snowball. What was that? Could why, be an orb noise. Was that the sound of a snowball? What? Okay, hang on. We're, we're past the magma, so I'm going to do a music change. <laughs> I want that sentence recorded for all time. We're past the magma, so I need to do a sound change. Uh-huh. <laughs> Patrick, I was writing for Raj. <laughs> He's not here. Okay. So you move through the hallway and come into this larger open room. Immediately to your right, behind uh, the fourth statue on the right there is a sort of wavy tunnel that heads off into darkness. To your left, um, there are two pillars that stand in the middle of the room, um, and then sort of a raised dais that leads towards a uh, strange sort of like uh, black window with a large crack along it. Um, It doesn't seem to go anywhere. It actually seems to be pressed against a wall. to the right of that is a set of stairs that lead up, and from there you can see the glow of a little bit of uh, liquid magma, and to the left of the uh, strange black cracked window, um, there is a set of metal portcullis type doors that have been torn to shreds and like ripped outwards as something clearly broke its way out. Cool. And that which direction is it up these stairs that the breakdown happened? Right here. The, uh, right over there by the, uh, yeah, the blue pinging and now the purple pinging. That's the broken. Yeah. Cool. And do the brakes look fresh? Like, are they like shiny, fresh metal or are they covered in dirt and grime and rust? You can make an investigation check and go and take a look. Look trap. But I will. For a whole six. All right. So as you go over and take a look, um, the area behind is filled with these, like, very odd, uh, mounded, machine-like objects. There are tubes. There are um, grasping-type claws. And they all seem to be, like, just in a state of disarray. The, like, even with a six, you can tell, like, this is, there's a lot of like old grime on this metal and then really clear, sharp um, uh, breaks. You don't know how long ago this happened, but definitely more recent than the uh, 
uh, the war of the gods in the Age of Arcanum. Does it look like the signs on the butt of the dog dragon? The sign on the butt of the dog dragon. What? Science on the butt of the dog dragon with the axe tail. Uh, oh. what? Yes. Sumi does put together that it looks like this might be the area where the winter beast um, might have um, Alright, guys. Um, and, and Valentino and D. um, I don't know how long you've been in this area, so maybe you've heard of the Winter Beast? How long have they said that's been harassing people? You do know, and I will give you the exact time. I know they told us at the airport, so I just don't remember what they said. 1,200 years. It was fairly recent, I believe. Mm Mm-hmm. But I believe Two a lot weeks. of stuff. Yeah. Two weeks? Two weeks. Um, two weeks. Well, I think this is where it came from. Because the science that was on its butt looks a lot like the science that's in this cage. What? Um, I understand that may sound weird. Um, V and D. Uh... But it was V and D. Is that bad? Oh, it's just VD. Come on, VD, uh, let's go. That's that's not what I was going Guys, to. But go, like, go get your VD. Uh, calm down, Joey. Uh, he was on a podium. Regardless of my experience with V's and D's, I'd like to hear more about this uh, winter beast you're speaking of. What is it? Some sort of... Oh, I dragged it out of a fire and I dropped it down and it went through a portal. Was that here? I don't was know. Does that look sure. like where it was? It looked like a cavern that it went to. So you oh, get the not... sense that it's probably somewhere in this complex, but it is not in this room. Oh, shit. So uh, as we were flying here on me, uh, there was a monster thing. It was like a dragon snake axe science man creature it was a lot of things uh i was attacking an outpost and we uh mostly i uh kicked the shit out of it and it died and it fell when it fell there was a gate that opened and it fell into it and i was gonna go through it but then i didn't and i mean really... die is a strong word it, it might not have been dead dead that's fair. It was really gross, and I didn't like it. And it tasted awful. And everyone was really mad at me for like not... Awful. It tasted like awful. Yeah. The way you tell it, then, everyone if it's mad that I didn't hold it. I'll be sure to leave you to fight it by yourself, then. As I'm sure you can handle oh, it's pretty it easy. easily. Definitely, we don't need any snappy smoke guy or handsome. Uh... We'll take any help we can get. Um, This creature, was it... Uh... Aberration, celestial, elemental. I'm gonna go with yes. We didn't really ascertain that. Oh, just a real quick question: Do you hunt blood or anything? Um, no, I hunt uh, 
um, what do I hunt again? Just creatures like celestials and aberrations. I, I'm paladin oath of the watcher. So anything that seems oh, sure. that something doesn't belong in this plane kind of idea. This does not belong. Just uh, pretend I didn't hear that. Move back five steps from the vampire um, boy. So anyways, I just, I think that, I mean, clearly this looks like it busted out. That thing started showing up two weeks ago. We think Slade and Delilah and the Dazzlers might have been here two weeks ago. I'm just going to go ahead and hang this one on Charlotte. I'm going to do a real quick snuffly dog movement around the room to look for more footies. With your nose? Wait a second. Hold on. Everyone hold on. Just one quick second. Hold the phone. Now hand the phone to me. <laughs> What's a phone? It's like that rock you've got. Mm. My talk talk rock. Your talk talk rock. Delilah's now got a talk talk rock with her fiance. So they can have dirty talk talks. Oh, that's terrible. Often. That doesn't help me at all. None of these help. I want to turn into a dog. <laughs> you want something with advantage to perception checks? I think it was. Uh, I think they have like a like a sniffy thing. Yeah, I'm pretty sniffy sure the wolves thing. have um, advantage on perception checks that rely on smell. I thought so, and then I clicked on wolf in uh, shape change, and it was like they have twelve hit points. It's like that's not helpful. Keen hearing and smell. The wolf has advantage on wisdom perception checks that rely on hearing or smell. You got her, buddy. I turned into a dire wolf. You. You're going to have to send me a dire wolf pick so that I can uh, make the token and add it Ooh. to your token. Fair enough. Uh, tiger has only one T in it. Heads up. I don't believe you. Amanda does, though. Although I no. loved your response. No. What size is a dire wolf? Dire wolf is large. Just because I'm me, instead of turning into uh, a dire wolf, I'm going to turn into my saber tooth tiger, which has advantage on smell perceptions. Cool. Would you like to do the honors with your token? <laughs> I sure as hell would, buddy. And suddenly, Norestos leans forward and and turns into a massive uh, saber-toothed panther. How do you make it big? Uh, click on it, and then there's boxes around it. Grab the corner one and uh, click and drag. I don't have the boxes. I have the top box. Oh, for rotate, and you don't have any size? Okay, then I guess I gotta do it every time. Yeah, make me a big boy. There we go. There you go, big boy. I'm an extra big sniffy boy now. And I'm going to go sniffing. Snuffle, snuffle. See if I can smell people. Shell goes towards the stairs. I was just going to say, um, while you're doing your perception to like, sniff around the room, um, Valentino uh, is going to just kind of ask around, um, um, does anyone need healing? Uh, I can heal you. Um, psychic, and uh, I go to the Kaize and I heal you. 
How many did you take? I took 11. That was, yeah, that was okay. a bad door. I take, I heal you for 11, and then I kind of look to the rest of the group, like, does anyone else need healing? I, I wouldn't mind some. Shallow bow his head, walk over to you, but he won't say anything. But he'll be like very like, yes, please. Okay, I'm gonna heal you. How many do you need? I'm injured thirteen. Also, Shell just like lost his best friends. He's in a bit of a mood. He's had a hard time. That made me sad. 14. I did the math for you. Thank you. I thought you were saying he was down 41 hit points, and I was very worried. Merrick, that first turtle gif. Oh my god. God, you guys and your fucking gifts. That's so cute. I can't stand it. Um, When when Shell comes over, uh, Valentino's gonna just kind of like try to pat his head slightly and be like, oh. I, I heal you for your 14. Um, and then I'll go over to Sumi and uh, I'll say, it, would you like healing? Yes, please. And then I'll heal you as well. And I heal you up for your 13. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. There are more hilarious gifts added to the Rise of the Ancients chat on Discord. I literally can't talk It's just the cutest little turtle. <laughs> I don't. Donk. Hey, donk. Oh, what's oh, happening? I'm okay. sniffling. Yeah, sniffling. what is your survival check with advantage there, Patrick? Uh, 26. 26, yes. You definitely do smell uh, five independent smells, three humans and two not quite humans moving up uh, the stairway. They picked up a party member. I do the like a uh, like pointer dog. You also do smell um, like old scents of that terrible creature. Um, I can taste it. Yeah, mixed with. A number of other living creatures that you cannot identify. That's alarming. Did, what? What is over there? Is it over there? Is, is someone done a well? Jimmy again. If a giant tiger, uh, the grocery store, uh, could have a patronizing look, it does. You said you do pointer dog. All right, so you go and you head up the stairs as Nerestos is pointing. Cha. I gotta zoom out. It's a larger room. <laughs> I like uh, Valentino wait, and Takaze moving like off to the side in unison. We we go way back. Lockstep those two. Katie, did you just cast spells at us? So, in this room, uh, there are six large stone pillars that sort of flank a river of magma that's uh, sort of 
broken into the ground sort of towards you. It looks as if at one point this might have been a uh, sort of like a manicured channel, but it's over time kind of uh, eaten away at some of the, the, uh, the building there. The magma itself sort of flows with a very fluid uh, movement, uh, not sort of like a very thick viscous that you would expect, almost like the consistency of seawater except liquid hot magma. So glad you said water. To the left, there is uh, a passageway that appears to lead into a side chamber. Um, going clockwise around the room about, let's see, let's find some distance. About a hundred feet ahead of you, there is a set of stairs that lead downwards into another side chamber, and uh, right beside the stairs is another statue of that sort of noble-looking gnomish deity with uh, the tri-goggles. Um, the larger pool of magma has a sort of uh, set of low fences to sort of keep you away from falling into the terrible, scary hotness. Um, and it, it does appear to flow into this room from further to the north. Continuing clockwise, there appears to be a large set of doors um, on the north wall. That's right here. Got to switch back to the pointer. Oh, I see. And then uh, from there, about 15 feet short of that, is um, a set of those sort of like metal portcullis type doors. And then about halfway up the chamber on the right-hand side, there is another uh, exit to a side chamber. I just put together the statues of this guy with his tri-goggles with the statues of the thrice-crowned queen. And now I'm very anxious. Corey's, Corey's there. I got a question, though. How do these fences keep us away from Valentino? From away from the liquid hot? Yeah. <laughs> the liquid hotness. How do they... He's already outside the fences, so... You look back know. and he's his skin is kind of sparkling just a little bit. I leave. <laughs> the game. Goodbye forever. I'm sorry to, uh, to put that on you, Katie. I know it's okay. Be a cool um, vampire. There's some inexplicable breeze coming from nowhere, and his beautiful hair is just flowing in the wind a little bit. And Kaisei is subtly casting gust. Best hype, man. I use thaumaturgy to make them look cool. Andrestos, where do you smell? We'll follow you. Snuffle, snuffle? Sure, make another check. Don't burn your snoot. Uh, 27. Natural 20. Wow. Um, you definitely smell that uh, they moved towards the northeast. Towards that door at the end of the chamber. I just, yeah. Like, gigantic shadow cat. Start booking. <laughs> What alarming music we have currently playing. 
Yeah, and so there's just kind of like the bubbling of this magma as you're moving past it. It catches your eye. There's almost like a an iridescence to it, almost like a silvery sheen to the top of the magma. Like it's oily? Yeah, a little bit. Merrick, whenever you say things, I just immediately, like, the hair on the back of my, like, anything, it's just a light sentence, and the back, the hair on the back of my neck rises, because I've, I've heard so many, yeah, you walk into a room and everything's normal. My brain's just like, it's an evil, kill it, fight it! No, I think you need to go into it, and you'll get some sort of sweet tech armor. Okay, I think you, tr- Katie you try that first. I think you should have to roll to see if you take damage from sniffing all that hot air. Oh, I guess. <laughs> yeah, in uh, your snoot. First of all, I got a super powerful snoot. Real fire resistant. <laughs> and also, it doesn't matter if I take damage because I'll just go back to me. So. so you just continue to the northeast and head towards those doors? Correct. But I've got thumbs, so someone else got to get the door for me. Um, As you're passing by the sort of like halfway point, the chamber on your right, you can see that there's a 10-foot hallway that ends in a door. Um, And if you continue upwards... Yeah, fuck that door. Um, And if you continue upwards to the portcullis-type area, uh, it's a little five-foot anti-chamber, a little like boot room sort of thing, and then another door. Boot room that's blocked off by a portcullis. Yeah, you know whatever what kind of evil means? boots. <laughs> a portcullis and a giant shadow wall appears. Oh, I like how the shadows in this uh, entire cavern have been very angular. Yeah, I haven't wanted to do the thing he has doing the clay and drag. You're doing great. <laughs> how much wine have you had? <laughs> Don't worry about how much wine I've had, Patrick. I done more than maybe. half the bottle. Just no, keep me. on sucking on your mud. <laughs> Please show me. Weird Mark. attack on my mustache, sir. Merrick was not aware he's drinking more than half the bottle. Drinking? Oh. No, because yeah. earlier you said that it soaks up all your booze. Yeah, it was yeah, a but I don't, I don't suck out of it like a yeah, monster. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you to do. You I do have that? paper towel some, to absorb it delicately. I've upset Jack. Like not out of his own I would normally do that, but I waxed my mustache. That's fair. All right, Shell is the first one to the door. Um, they are first one with like, thumbs. Uh, they are standard-sized doors, not like big, epic, massive doors, but. They are worked through with the geometric symbols and the uh, depictions of turtles more. I'm so worried about these turtle depictions. Try and open it. The door opens easily. I go And you immediately hear the echoing voice of arcane chanting. Someone down this long hallway that heads sort of uh, downwards and parallel to this magma channel is casting some sort of ritual. 
I super bad want to yell down, cut that out! But I won't. You kids knock it off with your goddamn magic! Um, Merrick, would, would anything of this trigger, like, with my vision, like, does this sound like what I expected the mage to be doing or anything like that? Do I have to roll for something like that? Um, it's giving you that sort of, like, anticipation feel, but nothing has triggered, uh, a, um, um, anything specific yet. You're definitely feeling you're in the right place. And then a dog smashes its way in. Getting warmer. Getting warmer. It's working. Older. You're ice cold. You're on fire. So what do you do? I'm going to revert back to Naresto's form. Okay. Just because I'm better with spelly times when I'm not a cat. Hello, puppy. What's your big puppy? Uh, so, just this is completely unrelated, but I was uh, walking. Uh, was it to work? It was either to work or home from work. I don't remember. Uh, and someone was walking their dog, and it was a very big, uh, scruffy-looking puppy. Uh, and I had headphones in, and I was just walking by, and I was like, you know, clear like a strong six foot around people as I walked by them on the sidewalk. Uh, and I just turned to the dog and went, "Who's a scruffy boy?" Just out loud to another human being who has no idea who I am. Uh, just looking like complete insanity and then as i was walking by i was like yeah i said that out loud wow that was (laughs) they were they were probably very confused by the person who just was like oh just go boy their dog that they've never met i saw a tweet i think it was the other day that it said i love as a society that we can just say hi to dogs as we walk by and we don't have to address the humans yeah and i was like like, and then talk to the dog Yes. Yeah. So anyway. you are. Uh, what are you doing? Are you preparing anything? Are you moving towards this? Are you moving stealthily? Are you charging cast, forward? Pass without a trace on us. Yes. All right. And we will anybody wish to make stealth checks, they will get a plus ten. Sorry, Corey and Amanda, go. We were agreeing. That is what we are on. Stealthy. Yes. Oh, I rolled so bad. So I only got a twenty-two. I rolled a four. Amanda, you're talking, but yeah. Patrick, you're a plus 10, right? And it's stealth? Okay, I got a 39. 23. 29? Holy shit. 29. I got a 36. Ooh. Wait, sorry. You're a paladin who got a 36 stealth? I did, yes. Dan helped me figure out. I I don't have the full. I'm a dex based paladin. I'm a dex based one. I have a, rep, a rapier, and I'm not trying to do the traditional noisy paladin idea. I'm sorry, I don't understand. I don't understand the words you've said. Yeah, we no, were you all bet disadvantage you on stealth checks, and you have a plus zero to stealth. You are playing a paladin. <laughs> Wear a breastplate. Get a high dex. Nope. Take Full a rapier place. as your weapon. Take nope. a shield. Great sword. It's what your does not compute. <laughs> Green seventeen. <laughs> I broke you, and 
just to be even more weird about it, I'm going to use my um, Dampier um, ability spider climb, and I'm going to, like, walk along the walls. That's why I played a Dampier bard in Jen's game, is so I could but, climb on walls and be creepy. But not even, like, walking, like, are you walking along the wall, like, completely parallel, or are you doing the full vampire thing where you're, like, crawling along it creepily fast? No, I, I want to do, like, I'm... It's like your gravity is weird. Like, Yes, you've lashed yourself to the wall. Got it. <laughs> That's for the Stormhold Archive nerds in the uh, listeners. Uh, Stormhold Archives. I'm sorry. What did I say? Stormlight Archives. That's a different place. That's where we used to play role-playing games a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't get star check from Patrick. Uh, only a 34. I mean, you're just... It's really disappointing for you, isn't it? I gotta get something. I don't know. I mean, Delilah is so sneaky. You got know. third. Look, I'm really upset with it. Okay, all right. The six We're of you move forward like ridiculous shadows. Kaiser is weird enough. Forward. There's still a wind blowing uh, Valentino's hair. Dekaize is walking with his hands in his pockets, like, he's trying to be quiet, but he's just like, meh, let's see what these guys are up to. (laughs) Okay, so, the passageway that you're in travels for a little while alongside the sort of, like, magma flow, but then, um, it turns into a large, almost thoroughfare-like, uh, procession. It is about 30 feet wide and the magma flow sort of dips underneath um the floor that you're walking across like feels almost hot to the touch and there's a a warm air coming past you as this uh chanting is uh is getting is you are getting closer and closer to the chanting you come up to an area where there are six columns each one of them carved with uh, intricate symbols all the way up to a 50-foot-tall um, vaulted ceiling. Ahead, there are two bridges. The right one is broken. On the left one, a large uh, magma turtle, just sort of living its best life. But past that, the bridges span a pool of translucent magma that sort of like flows almost like a lava lamp but that doesn't hold your attention you look further into the chamber and there is uh, a form standing at the edge of this sort of like stone island and he looks human but he has grown in size. He seems to be swollen with some sort of, like, arcane energy that's pulsing off of him. His back is to you, and he stares up at this massive, ridiculously huge eye. Yeah. And the eye stares back, angry, and baleful. Um, I don't. I don't like that. 
This is a Titan. And is the humanoid, how large is it? Uh, it is large-sized, so 10 foot by 10 okay, foot. Like an over. And you see this uh, this man is is chanting and sort of moving his arms in arcane gestures. And uh, a tendril of sort of flaming energy moves off of him and travels across the island and then wraps itself around a huddled form that you see on the ground. And as you pull your eyes away from this massive, like, six stories high eyeball and the enlarged mage in front of it, you see four huddled forms. Delilah, Sumi, and Shell recognize Slade, Charlotte, and two of the Alabaster Lyceum mages that you met in Kaimal. The twins. Oh, shit. <gasps> the but nerds! did you say the tentacle was taking one? The tentacle sort of reaches out and then wraps around. Which one? All of them? It wraps around um, the male twin's neck. Oh no! And you can see the four forms. These, the There are these flaming tendrils wrapped around them. They, they sort of like look a little bit uh, visual and then they sort of like fade out of, out of, out of sight. Uh, they're wrapped around arms and necks and torso and Slade, Charlotte, and the other two are held to the ground, pushed down. Heads bowed. Uh, Do they look like they're struggling against the restraints, or are they just like kind of lifeless? They look like beaten down. Let's go get him. Oh, God. You're moving up carefully and stealthily. What do you do? The chanting continues. Try and sneak up behind the one that is holding Slade and um, try and like decapitate him as quietly as possible. Wait, Genie Boy, can you just like fix this? <laughs> hey, Genie Boy! Hey, fix that. But uh, I'm not quite there yet. I will say that I uh, very much don't like the look of this. I intend to rule this world one day, and uh, whatever these things are, I don't think I want them around for that. Let's finish them off. Um, I say, um, if the man with glowing eyes, he is from my vision. I just made the assumption that I'm like, if you can kill me, perhaps. <laughs> I mean, Did your vision say like how to kill him? And those, those people in the middle, are those your friends? I suppose uh, we might be uh, wanting to leave them alone? Like, we want to save them. We don't want to kill them. That's the plan. Okay. 
So you're moving forward. Um, on the left, there is one of those elemental tortles on the left bridge. On the right-hand side, the other bridge is broken. Uh, yes, Patrick. Are we are we doing shit? Or I, I was expecting a well, next time. Me oh, too. it's it's coming. Okay. Uh, I cast Wall of Thorns on the wizard. Okay, what's okay, Wall of Thorns do? Well, we're kicking uh, off. I I mean, fuck it. Let's you know, balls to the wall. Uh, he's we? doing spell things. Fuck him up with spell stuff. Uh, you create a wall of blah blah blah. It's basically a big old uh, spiky bush. Uh, you can choose to make the wall up to 60 feet long, 10 feet high, and 5 feet thick, or a circle that has a 20-foot diameter and is up to 20 feet high and 5 feet thick. That is the one I'm doing. Uh, the wall blocks line of sight. When the wall appears, each creature within its area must make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, on a failed save, a creature takes 78 piercing damage or half as much on a successful save. I cast the circle around the wizard boy, including him. Okay, okay. Give me one sec. Uh, is Shell moving up to the right bridge and jumping the, the distance? He's going the distance. <laughs> He's, He's going, going for speed. speed. <laughs> if we're positioning ourselves, uh, can I, do I know that these side passages kind of go around? Can I try to position myself from uh, on one of the other ends? Yeah, you can see that there are passages to the left and the right, and uh, you're fairly certain they move up and you can and you can do so, yes. Um, Patrick, what is your spell save DC? 15. Dexterity so saving throw. I got an 18. Okay, half damage. Half damage. I wish you hadn't, though. Can we go back to where you didn't? Is that possible? 22 damage. 22. Could you please roll me a uh, d8? 7. So, you deal 22 damage to the um, to the mage as these wall this wall of thorns rises up around him completely encircling him and he pulls back from it and you see this massive surge of fiery energy come off of his shoulder and travel through the air and slam into the female twin and she screams ah! and falls over you dealt half damage to him and half to her so he took 11 she took what? 11 and is unconscious yell something Shit. about that please and as he turns around in these thorns, the, the mage, he flies upwards, uh, floating about 10 feet above the ground, this massive form pulsing with elemental energy. And you recognize him as Saren Avine, the other mage who was with Lady Sabella Cuthbert, once again, back in Kaimal, the one who was a little friendly towards you and said she can be abrasive. But he looks at you with glowing, fiery eyes, and he does not look happy. And that's where we'll end it. Was he you always evil? Or did he become evil? Wah! Uh Side note, it is a 20-foot high cylinder that blocks line of sight. Okay, I'm sorry. He flies up 30 feet. 
As he it has a fly speed of, of 30 feet. I will put his elevation to 30 God feet so I remember. God damn it, Eric! Okay, just five Whoa. more hours. Just okay. five more hours, whatevs. Just all of the climactic battles around the circle of lava death. I I mean, I didn't have that planned, that they would be back-to-back. So, everybody well, has we'll fun. We'll just kill them off. Yeah, this is awesome so far. Yeah. Thanks for joining! Thanks so much for having us. Yeah. It was really fun, so... I guess we'll be back next week. Too. I was going to say it'd be weird if you weren't back next oh, time. Good. Two weeks. Next yeah, two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So our next game will be June twenty fifth. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, Danny, very, Katie, thank very, you so much for coming and playing with us. I'm going to be so tense for the next two weeks. Yep. I'm going to be planning stuff. But at least now you know. Yeah. We don't have any attachment to these NPCs, so... <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta figure something out if you care about them. Valentino rips out one of yeah. their throats. One's my ex, so please don't. Okay, barely your ex. Yeah, he doesn't know we broke up. And the other one's his sister. And Patrick, last time you spent weeks planning something, it worked out exceptionally well for us. Yeah, that planning. was like three months planning. <laughs> Three months is weeks. It's just numerous weeks. And I mean, it's really, really funny because, uh, Patrick, I had you roll, and I specifically rolled a D8 so that it wouldn't be immediately obvious uh, that you were rolling for which NPC got hit rather than a D4. It absolutely could have been Slade or Charlotte. I would have loved it if it was Slade. Oh, the rest of the satisfaction. Don't hit the mage! You'll hurt them! No, Restos doesn't have a problem with Slade. Yeah, and Restos doesn't give a shit about any of these no. people. <laughs> it's like, oh no! no the that if Slade Charlotte dies, is unconscious! He barely gives a shit about us. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, also, when you were explaining the large... The, like... Sabertooth cat? No, the, like, the person, the human type person that was staring at the eye. Oh, I thought it was going to be Slade that had like <laughs> become this like thing and you were like, and it's large and it's naked and I just totally pictured the naked? next thing. Or not naked but like I was just like, I pictured he was wearing a lot like pants that you could still see the V. So then he would turn around and Jen would be like, that's the biggest V ever. <laughs> <laughs> If you scroll a little bit down, the biggest D ever. Go for his pants first. Attack his Uh, pants with fire. Hang on just one sec while I pull up the portrait. It's portrait? No. Sarah Naveen. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How evil. That's why was you that... knew that picture before. Yeah, was that always his art? That was always his art. Yeah. Because I, was, I, was he like, is, I fucking uh, recognize that. He's a fire mage evoker. Right. Like the vegetable? Like an evocation specialist. 
vegetable. Was You're thinking in there. okra. Mm-hmm. Ochre is the a color. Fire mage of okra. Ochre is a color. I was wrong. But okra is a vegetable. It is. It's delicious. Anyway. All right. Good night. All right. Good good night. Night. Two of you tomorrow. Bye, everyone. Rise of the Angel in two weeks. Woo-hoo. Two weeks. Thanks for listening to this episode of Rise of the Ancients. Episodes are released on Fridays. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at SkyhammerK and on Instagram at SkyhammerPress. If you want some outtakes, keep listening after I stop talking. As we're still being recorded. <laughs> uh, Merrick delete all this. Whoops. <laughs> Nobody would kill anybody. <laughs> Nobody would kill anyone. That was not something that we were just talking about. Have to attack Merrick's house and steal his computers. Just delete this whole break. It'll still be there, though. We have to delete. We have to destroy the computer. The pl- Makes sense. Please can find it. All of this is the admissible. As evidence. No. Oh, oh shit! Dan's a real lawyer. God damn it! Who's listening in on your conversation? I hate to tell you. There's a man on a or a person on a horse. In That's the city. you. You're also the dogs. Other dogs? Okay. It's alarming. It's just super cool art that I found. Yeah, I don't like it. It's scary. I found this art over a year ago. Wow. And it's been right. sitting on Roll20 because <laughs> Delilah died and y'all went somewhere else. That's fair. But are the she dogs going to kill Delilah? I know that we said the birds weren't real, but are the dogs real? Please, okay, thanks. No, this is a Please completely under- dead city. The only movement appears to be dripping magma. That's very sad.